Hello and welcome to Clearbridge Investments. My name is Matt Bushby. Today I have Managing Director and Portfolio Manager Shane Hurst from the Clearbridge Infrastructure team with me and we'll be talking about infrastructure spending coming out of the recession as well as impacts of the upcoming US election. Shane, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Matt. It's widely accepted that governments around the world will use infrastructure spending as a tool to recover from the pandemic. Do you agree with that assertion? Yeah, absolutely. And you've really seen that in parts of North America, Europe, and and really all over the world, whether it's traditional infrastructure funding, which is, you know, your highways, your rail, your public transport, or really what's come to the fore, which is green infrastructure and reduction of GHG emissions, where you'll see renewables, utilities, green forms of energy like hydrogen and other greener modes of transport like rail benefit. Certainly, there's been uh, some very large stimulus packages put in place globally to get us out of this mess we are currently in. A lot of the talk around stimulus measures focuses on shovel-ready projects. We're not talking immediate projects now that are short-term in nature. We're talking about multi-decade long projects and sort of longer-term policy support, correct, that will add value to these companies over long periods of time? Absolutely. I mean, we are talking about multi-decade thematics, whether they've been green infrastructure or more traditional infrastructure. Shane, you just raise an interesting point. You're talking about government spending on infrastructure as part of stimulus packages. Our investment proposition is global listed infrastructure. We're offering investors a portfolio of utilities, transport assets, communication assets. How do these sort of companies benefit from the stimulus plans that you're talking about? Yeah, look, our companies have multi-decade plans as well to grow, have very strong capital thematic tailwinds, and their funding is extremely attractive. I mean, they can fund and they have very high credit ratings. Their cost of equities are very, very low. Certainly sourcing capital during this pandemic period has not been an issue at all. In terms of additional investment opportunities, do we think that the stimulus program coming out of the COVID-induced recessions will see more privatisations? And I'm thinking here, especially in the US market, which frankly has lagged the rest of the world in terms of privatisation of airports, toll roads and the like. Intuitively, you would think the answer is yes. The reality is what you've really seen in recent times has been the privatisation of airport terminals or putting in place high occupancy tolling lanes or what they call hot lanes on toll roads rather than privatising or issuing concessions on the entire road. And look, there's a few reasons, and let's just look at airports as an example why that's occurred in the past. If you think about an airport in the US, they access very, very cheap funding, tax advantage, debt funding in particular that makes it very attractive when it comes to funding projects going forward. They are more run in the public good and for the public benefit. Uh, National security concerns have certainly been an issue in previous attempts to privatise. And then finally, the ownership structures really vary. So some are owned federally, some are owned by the state, some the city and some by the councils. So why have we been able to see these sorts of assets privatised globally? There's plenty of opportunities for airport, rail, road exposure in most other areas of the world. Yeah, look, it comes back to those reasons. But to your point, Matt, we have a plentiful amount of opportunities to invest in global infrastructure, whether it be roads, rail or uh, airports, to take advantage of those privatised assets. Let's turn our attention now to the upcoming US election. What will be the impact on infrastructure spending based on the announced policies of the various parties? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Obviously, in light of the debate that just got completed, 
I would say, look, under a Biden sweep, he is certainly proposing $2 trillion of green infrastructure spend. His proposal really is to, to accelerate to zero carbon by 2035. Just to put that in context, 37% of generation in the US currently comes from zero carbon generators. So that needs to increase to 100% by 2035. So it's obviously very aggressive. He also wants to meaningfully accelerate electric vehicles, both public and private. If you turn to the Republicans, and certainly if they retain the Senate, and really, regardless of who is in power as the president, the stimulus will be smaller and will be different. So if you go back to June of this year, Trump was pushing for a $1 trillion infrastructure spending bill, which faced opposition from the Senate Republicans, who were looking at more like a, a number closer to $300 billion. Turning to the main sectors we can invest in across the utility space, any big difference between a Biden or Trump victory? Yeah, look, there are. I mean, just to put in context, as I mentioned earlier, our portfolio is positioned for the base case, although we do run a number of scenarios. There are a number of implications for sectors. So looking at utilities, it is a positive if Biden wins, a marginal positive. Greater renewables infrastructure will likely be deployed. More electric vehicles will lead to greater electricity demand and greater need for grid expansion. Higher tax expense, if taxes are actually increased, will be a positive, even though they pass those higher taxes through to rate payers. Interestingly enough, because they don't pay a lot of cash tax, they will benefit from a FFO or a, if you look at the credit agency's perspective. If you look at renewables, clearly a winner out of a Biden sweep. You know, we've talked about that in detail, that $2 trillion of green stimulus is a positive. Look, the other positive is tax equity, which almost disappeared when taxes and the tax rate got cut back in 16, 17, will come back into play as taxes increase. The uh, towers, which we obviously invest in in the US, really uh, neutral. The interesting positives coming out of the towers could be Biden's $80 billion broadband initiative, where he wants to roll out broadband to rural areas. If the towers can participate in that, that could be a marginal positive. If you go to the negatives, you know, I think clearly midstream will be a negative, whether it's increased regulations, whether it's greater issues in terms of permitting and what happens to tax structures like MLPs under a democratic sweep type scenario. If we now look at rail, rails were the big beneficiaries from the tax cuts back in 16 17 in our US asset universe. On the other side, as taxes increase, there will be negative implications to earnings as they pay more tax. The other issue for rails is clearly a pro-green infrastructure type push would mean a faster decline in their haulage of coal and oil through their cargoes and through their networks. I guess the key question is how much of this is priced in? Elections are clearly uncertain outcomes. Have we positioned our portfolio one way or the other? Yeah, look, the answer is no. We're certainly aware of the upsides and the downsides in the companies we invest in. What's captured in the market and really the way we're position to two different things. I think the market at the moment is pricing a lot of volatility. Certainly, they're not pricing in immediate increases in taxes because there is a need to stimulate the economy coming out of this COVID crisis. In the end, as we mentioned before, Matt, what's important is our base case stands alone and will deliver those risk-adjusted returns to equity that clients want. And then we run very detailed scenario analysis for other possible outcomes. Shane Hurst, thanks very much for your time. We do have a very interesting paper authored by our portfolio management team called The Infrastructure Opportunity, available on the Clearbridge website. Or to find out more about how listed infrastructure can play a role in your portfolio, please contact your Clearbridge sales representative. 
Thanks very much for your time. Thank you.